Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 8. So where is it? Chris and Maria didn't even stop to dump the sand out of their shoes when they got to the paved road. Instead, they hurried down the road toward their yurt. They were almost there when they ran into the park ranger. Are you running away from a bear, he teased, or are you just in a big hurry to get someplace? Maria and Chris stopped to catch their breath. Are there bears around here, Chris asked. There were about 100 years ago, but not now, the ranger smiled, so you must be in a hurry. Chris and Maria looked at each other. Yes, we are, said Maria, but I'm glad we ran into you. Well, almost glad, she laughed. Have you been back up to the old graveyard, asked the park ranger. We were just there, Maria answered. We had some more questions about it. The other day you started to say something about the Perkins family when our dad called us. Do you remember what you were going to say? The ranger scratched his head as he thought. Let's see. The Perkins family. He paused. Oh, yes, I was going to tell you that a John Perkins was staying in the park. He told me he was doing some research on his family in this area. We've met him, said Chris. He's staying in the yurt next to ours. Chris paused for a minute, trying to figure out what to say next. Did you ever know Charles Perkins? The ranger laughed. Oh, my, no. I wasn't even born yet when he lived around here. Oh, said Chris, his face turning red. But I remember my father telling me about him. The Perkins family moved away several years after the lighthouse didn't need a keeper. Except for Charles. Seems he was sweet on one of the Simpson girls. Sweet on? What does that mean, Chris asked. It means he was in love, Maria said with a silly-sounding voice. Charles married her in the big Simpson house that used to be by the graveyard, the park ranger continued. They lived in this area for a while, and I think they had a son. I wonder if that was John Perkins's great-grandfather, Maria asked. Could be. I don't remember his name, said the park ranger. Then the flu epidemic came. A lot of people died, including Mrs. Perkins and some others in the Simpson family. If you look at the dates on the gravestones, you'll notice many people died around the same time. So that's what happened, Maria said with a sad voice. It was a tragic time. My father was a small boy then, but he remembered how sad Mr. Perkins was after his wife died. He raised his boy here, but then Mr. Perkins died when he was still pretty young. Later, his son moved away from this area, and that's the last anyone has heard of them until John showed up. He looked at his watch. And I'd better go. I was supposed to be at someone's place ten minutes ago. See you later, kids. Thanks for your help, Chris said. For a moment he stood thinking about what the park ranger had told them. Then suddenly he remembered the rubbing he was holding. The lighthouse, Maria. Let's go to the lighthouse. There sure are a lot of rocks in the foundation, Maria said to Chris as they stood looking at the old abandoned lighthouse. How are we going to have time to check every one of them? We're going home tomorrow. Be quiet. I've got to think, said Chris as he stood holding up the rubbing and looking at the lighthouse. That's it, he exclaimed. What, Maria asked. You've got to be on the correct side of the lighthouse, Chris said, so that what we see looks the same as the rubbing. What do you mean, Maria asked. We've got to keep walking around the lighthouse, continued Chris, until what we see looks like the picture on the gravestone. Oh, I get it, exclaimed Maria. Then we check the rocks in the foundation on that side. As Chris held up the rubbing, he and Maria slowly moved around the area outside the lighthouse. Chris would hold up the rubbing and line it up with the lighthouse. When he could see it didn't match, he would move a few feet to the right. Chris was so busy with what he was doing that he didn't notice a large signpost that he'd walked past. Wait a minute, Maria said. 
Didn't you see the sign? It warns us to watch out for sneaker waves over where you are. Sneaker waves? Are those waves that are wearing tennis shoes? Chris asked with a laugh. No, answered Maria. The sign says that sometimes big waves come in unexpectedly. They sneak in. If a person isn't watching, he can be knocked into the ocean. I don't think you should go out there. Oh, Maria, Chris said, it'll be fine. Besides, what if that's the spot we're looking for? I don't think it's a good idea, Maria said. The sign says the waves are the worst this time of year. We should trust what the sign says. We can check every spot but this one. Don't worry, Chris sneered. If you're too afraid, I'll just go. And with that, he turned and scrambled up a big boulder that was part of the jetty. Everything will be just fine, Chris mumbled to himself. He held up the rubbing as he looked at the lighthouse from that angle. But I'll try to keep a lookout just in case. He looked at the rubbing again. This is almost it. Maybe if I move a little to the... Chris! Chris! Jump! Maria screamed. Quickly, Chris jumped off the rock and moved away from the edge of the jetty. He looked back just in time to see a huge wave come crashing down right where he'd been standing. Maria ran over to where Chris was. Boy, that was close, she said. Too close, he said, wiping the salt water off his face. I'd be soaking wet if I'd been any closer. Guess I should have trusted what the sign said. Guess you should have is right, Maria said. So after all that, was it the right angle? Not quite, Chris answered, but I think if I got a little more to the left, it will be perfect. Chris and Maria moved forward and to the left several feet. Again, Chris held up the rubbing. That's it, exclaimed Maria. Let's go see if we can find the rock. It looks like the stone with the X is on the right and near the bottom, said Chris. Let's look there first. Chris and Maria ran to the outside of the lighthouse and began moving their hands over the rough rocks. They pushed and pulled, trying to find a rock that might cover a hidden opening. We've checked every rock at least twice, Chris muttered as he gave one of them a hard kick. There's nothing here but a bunch of rocks that won't move. Maria didn't answer. She just stared at the foundation. Chris, she finally said, kick that rock again. Chris gave the rock another hard kick. As he did, a section of the rock fell out, leaving a small opening. Chris looked at Maria and grinned. I think we just found what we were looking for. The story you've heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 12, Mystery of the Abandoned Lighthouse, written by Suzanne Grant Perdue and Grant Perdue, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.